are you? Welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Kroos, and I am here to geek out with you about trees. You know, I've been getting some emails uh, about how to plant trees, and people are wondering, you know, there's I, I get two different emails. I get an email of how do we transplant a tree, and is this a good time of year to do it? And right now, it is springtime, and it's not the most ideal time of year to transplant a tree. And I also get emails about, hey, we want to, uh, you know, we want to plant uh, just a tree that we buy at the nursery. Well, you know, you can do that now. And we're going to talk about right now exactly how you do that. The important things about buying a tree from a nursery or a tree farm is how you get them. Some of them will be in large pots. Some of them will be what we call uh, bald and burlapped. You'll just see burlap wrapped, wrapped around the root ball. Either way, we want, you know, we want the tree to be looking good. When we see the tree that we're going to buy to stick into the ground, we want to make sure that it looks really good. We want, and this is a way I do this. It's called the dime test. I take a thin dime and I walk around that tree and I scrape a little tiny bit of the cambium layer from far out branches, just a tiny bit to see if I get green. If I get green, that's a good thing because that means that life is going out throughout the tree. Now, if I run into a situation where I'm not, it's just getting down to just wood and we want to see how much of the tree is affected that way. That's dead growth. We don't want dead growth. Dead growth is a weird word, isn't it? But yeah, that's it's it's dead. It's not growing. But anyway, when we see dead wood, we're, we don't want to be happy about that, and we might look for another tree. So that's an important thing that we do as we're going through this process. With ball and burlap, there's another little trick that I have. I'm not advocating that you do that, but I want to examine the roots if I can. And I have been known, oh man, am I going to admit this? I have been known to have a sharp knife with me and to slice through a little bit of that burlap on the side and open it up just a tiny, tiny bit. Oh, oh by the way, I always carry duct tape with me to fix the, the little thing that I slice. Uh, I do. I, I just carry, you know, a little bit of duct tape. Today, I would be carrying Gorilla Tape because I just like it so much better. But anyway... I slice that open, and then I open it up just a little bit, you know, maybe a six-inch slice, reach down with my two thumbs, pull it open, and take a little, you know, little tiny look. And what I want to look at in the roots is if I see a lot of brown roots that are just circling around this thing. That means it's old stock. That means it's been there for a long time. If I see white roots or light-colored roots, I'm going to feel a lot better. Now, am I going to eliminate the tree if I'm seeing nothing but brown roots wrapped around it? Not necessarily. If the rest of the tree passes the first test, the dime test, if the rest of the tree passes that and it looks very healthy and the price is right, I'm going to buy that tree. But I, I like the, the newer root structure. I like the newer inventory. But if the price is right, I will buy that. Now, you bought your tree. They're either going to deliver it to you or you've got a pickup truck and you're going to take the thing home. If you're going to take the thing home, make sure that we do what is called California-ing it. That means you don't sit the thing to where it goes straight up in the air. You lay it down on its side. And so when the wind comes, you know, from the truck, it's blowing from the top and it's, it's just better. It's just, you know, it, it's just better and it's safer and it puts less stress on the tree. 
Then we're going to get that tree home. Now we're going to measure the pot to see how, you know, how wide it is. We, you know, we need to know how, de- you know, how deep to dig the hole. Or we're going to measure the ball from the burlap and see where it is and how it's happening. That's very important to do because we want to make sure we dig a hole that's big enough. Now, here's what we want to do. We want to dig the hole about, I don't know, a half a foot wider than, you know, the, the ball or the pot because we want some room to do some stuff in there. All right. We, you're going to dig the hole. You're also going to measure down the, you know, the depth of the pot or the depth of the ball. And you're going to dig down there. Are we done then? Are we ready to slap that tree in? Eh, no, we got to do, you know, we want that. We want everything to be very successful. So what we're going to do is we're going to do some stuff with the hole in the ground that we have created. We're going to make the hole in the ground a place where that tree is going to love to live. How are we going to do that? Well, we're going to slap some cow manure in there. We're going to put some peat in there. Uh, if we've got any compost laying around, if we have a compost pile, we're going to throw that in there. You might even want to buy a bag of compost and, you know, twirl that around in there. You want to get in there with a shovel and just work it all up, make it sure everything's nice and loose and wonderful and everything is great. Then we want to set our tree. Now, here is the most important thing that you have to consider when it comes to setting the tree in the hole. We want the top of the soil, if it's in a pot, the very top of that soil, or if it's in a ball, the very top of that soil. And by the way, you, you put the, the burlap in the hole to start with. To start with, just put it in there. Then you cut the burlap out, and then you pull the burlap out. There are people, and I see this happen all the time, especially a lot of commercial people, they just leave the burlap wrapped and hope that the roots are going to work their way through it. They're not. Okay, I, oh gosh, I've seen this so many times, over and over again. And then I see homeowners doing the same thing because that's what they've been told. I'm telling you, no, I, I forbid you to do that. Take the burlap off. Make sure that the tree is now situated to where when we fill in all the rest of the dirt, it is going to be at the same level that it is in the pot or on the soil that is inside the burlap bag. We, want it, we don't want it lower. You definitely do not want it lower. It has to be level with the ground. Okay, that's very, very, very important. If you make it lower, if it gets lower, what is going to happen is the soil is going to come around the trunk of the tree, and it's just going to get in there, and it's going to rot into the cambium layer. The tree's going to get diseased, and it's going to die. We see it happen all the time. By the way, that's the only, not the only place we see that happen. I remember years ago going out with one of the cooperative extension agents in the county that I live in. I was on the uh, advisory committee for the cooperative extension service, and I went out with a young lady by the name of Mary Jane Billinger, and we went and did a house call, and a woman had built a planter around an oak tree, and she filled it with soil, and the, the oak tree had about two foot of soil around the trunk, and the tree was suffering. And I didn't say anything. Mary Jane walked right up, saw it, and she looked at me. I didn't say anything. She said, how long has this been here? And the woman said, oh, we did that about eight months ago, and the tree's dying. She said, if you want the tree to live, you got to take this down and remove all the soil and get it down to ground level. She was very direct. I was very proud of her. She did very, very well. And um, that's what, you know, the lady did. And then, but just by doing that, it saved that tree. But now let's get back to our tree 
that we're planting now. Okay, you want to put that in, in the soil. Here's the next thing you're going to do. Remember you got about six inches around the side of the hole that is just sitting there? I want you to take a one-gallon pump-up sprayer. I want you to fill it full of water. And I want you to put one cap full of Super Thrive in there. I have nothing to do with Super Thrive. I get no money for this. I buy it myself. But I'm just telling you, the successful arborists use Super Thrive on all of the transplant. Okay, a friend of mine moved a giant oak tree in Clearwater, Florida, about 100 feet so that they could build a building where the oak tree was. And the reason he was so successful, if you go down Fort Harrison Avenue, right across from the Fort Harrison Hotel, you, you'll see a big building that the, the people that own the hotel have. And right next to it, you'll see this tree that has been transplanted and is alive and thriving because Lauren, the guy that put the tree in, removed the tree, treated all of the roots with Super Thrive. He had a 100-gallon tank with it mixed up in there, and they were spray, they were moving it. They had big cranes moving it. They were underneath spraying all of the roots and spraying, you know, all around there. That's what you want to do with our tree that we're now planting. I want you to bathe that puppy in Super Thrive. And the most efficient way to do that is with a pump-up sprayer. And, you know, just set it out, the largest cone spray that you've got, and just saturate. Just use the whole gallon, mixed gallon, on your tree and put it in there. Then you start filling, backfilling in. When you get about halfway through or maybe a quarter way through, throw a handful of Osmocote in there, sprinkle it all the way around. Osmocote is a slow-release fertilizer. Uh, then, you know, that is done. Bring it right up to the top. You take a hose and you lay the hose on and just trickling water because you want to pack that soil. We don't want any air gaps, no air gaps at all. You're going to take your, your foot and you're going to stomp it in there. Some people put a little dam around that area so that they can water it every day and the water won't run off to other areas. You can do that if you want to. I don't, but you can. And then, boom goes the dynamite. You got a planted tree. You're listening to Ask the Garden Geek. 